0: Coming up on episode 59 of the Keto Camp Podcast, why counting calories for weight loss doesn't work. look at the human body there is no mechanism there is no receptor sites in the human body that counts calories so why are we counting calories we know this the human body is not a bank account the human body is not a calculator the human body is not a math equation okay the human body is a complex chemistry lab and we need to start treating it as such food is not just about calories food is information when we eat food every bite signals a metabolic response we can choose to eat high quality foods that elicit a healthy metabolic response or we can choose to eat poor quality foods that elicit a negative metabolic response the choice is yours i'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the KetoCamp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey Keto Camper, Ben here, the host and founder of KetoCamp, here at Keto Camp, we are on a mission to educate and inspire 1 billion people on planet Earth. We teach all things keto, fasting, performance, and longevity. So if you're interested in any of that, you're definitely in the right spot. On the Keto Camp podcast, we release three brand new episodes every single week. So make sure you leave it a rating and review if you haven't done so already. It really makes a huge difference for the show and the show's ability to reach more people. This episode is going to be very controversial because there's two camps out there. You have the camp that's teaching, hey, weight loss is all an energy expenditure balance, blah, 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 (laughs) hypothesis. I used to be in that camp, by the way, for so many years when I was a personal trainer and even owned a CrossFit gym. I taught that. Then we have the other camp which is, yeah, calories matter, but they're not really important. We wanna know what's going on with the hormones. How's your sleep? How's your stress? How's your inflammation? That's the camp that I'm in right now. That's the camp that gets long-term results. In this episode, I break down all of the flaws with this calories in versus calories out approach. It's going to ruffle the feathers of many people out there, including fitness influencers and dieticians and nutritionists, and I talk a lot about the propaganda and the corruption behind this message and where it all originated from and what to actually do for results long term. Hint, health first, inflammation first, hormones first, and the weight loss will come off as a side effect. So I go deep, make sure you share this with a friend who's counting calories and treating their body like a calculator, (laughs) share it with them if this is you Oh my gosh, this is going to be such an eye-opening episode for you. This is an episode that I wish I would have listened to when I started off with my journey of weight loss, when I lost 80 pounds and transformed my health, because it would have given me results that stuck for the long term. I had to figure it out for myself and go through a fluctuation of results before I got the grasp and understood that the human body is much more than a math equation. Uh, Before I get into this episode, which I'm very excited to share with you today, I wanna let you know that this episode is sponsored by the world's healthiest olive oil. This comes from the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I'm telling you this, it's the best olive oil I've ever had in my entire life. Most of the olive oil you're going to find on the shelf in your grocery store, even if it says organic, cold pressed, uh, extra virgin, which they all say that nowadays, doesn't necessarily mean it's high quality. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get all the benefits of the polyphenols that help reduce inflammation and help you lose weight and feel good. Here is how you know if the olive oil you have is a good one. Do the olive oil taste test. Go right now, pause this episode if you're home, go to your kitchen, pull out that olive oil, put a drop or two on a tablespoon and drink it. What happens next, will let you know. If it burns your tongue, makes your throat burn and makes your tongue a little fuzzy, hey, that's a good sign. That means it's rich in polyphenols and it's probably one of the good ones. But if instead it goes down smooth and you don't really feel it, that's a bad sign. I want to get you a bottle of the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club, a $39 bottle for a buck. I got a deal for Keto Campers. If you head over to ketocampoliveoil.com, remember that's camp with a K, ketocampoliveoil.com, you can get a $39 bottle For a buck, try it out for yourself and you'll be hooked. I get three bottles delivered to my door every single month. Please make sure you take a screenshot of this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast on your phone and then share it on your Instagram profile or story. Tag me in it and I'll share it on my story. We'll get some other Keto Campers following you back. My Instagram handle is at TheBenazotti. That's T H E B E N. -N 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 A-Z-A-D-I, go ahead, take a screenshot, tag me, use the hashtag KetoCamp or KetoCamper, and I'll be sure to share that on my story. All right, let's get into this episode now, explaining why you do not have to count calories on your keto diet. I wanna start with this. A lot of what I teach goes against the conventional norm. It's outside of that conventional medicine box, conventional medical box. I teach something called the 180 approach, the 180 degree approach that Dr. Pompa, my coach and mentor talks about a lot. And the analogy I like to give is for any of you Seinfeld fans out there, and I I learned this from Dr. Jason Fung. For you Seinfeld fans out there, what I teach is something called the George Costanza effect. So if you ever watched that episode or the TV show Seinfeld back in the 90s, this was a popular sitcom, and there was a character on this show called George Costanza. And George Costanza was getting miserable, terrible results in his life. He was miserable, he was unhappy, he was unhealthy, he was broke, and he decided to do everything opposite of what he had been doing up until that point. And what happened to George Costanza? Everything in his life improved. His relationships, his finances, he was happier because he did everything opposite of what he had been doing up until that point so what i teach is the exact opposite of what you've been taught and doing it will get you better results it's the george costanza effect i always tell people at my lectures be careful when you follow the masses because usually the m is silence when it comes to nutrition when it comes to these diet wars that's what they are out there There are diet wars you have people arguing about keto veganism, paleo, should you fast, should you count your calories? It is a war out there and you're going to get a hundred different answers from a hundred different people. So how do you know, how do you decipher all this together? I'm gonna break down how I've done it, being in the health space for 11 years now and in the fitness space for 11 years. I've experimented and I've done a lot of things, a lot of different approaches, counting calories, dieting. I've done a lot of it and I'm gonna break down what I've learned and how this relates to counting calories. So when it comes to nutrition, here's an analogy that I got from Dr. Jason Fung. It's like somebody's car has broken down. They went to go start the car up and the engine is not starting up. So this person, let's call this person Mark. He goes to his friend uh, and he says, hey, you know, my car didn't start. Do you have any advice for me? How could I get this car up and running? And Mark's friend says, oh, I've had that same problem before. What I had to do was put gas in my car and then it started to run. So therefore, that's the solution to your problem. Mark, you gotta put gas in your car and it will start right up. And then another friend overhears this conversation and says, whoa, 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 that is ridiculous advice. I had that same issue. I put gas in my car, nothing happened. I had to actually exchange the battery because the battery was dead. I replaced the battery, boom, the car started right up. Therefore, Mark, That is the solution to your problem. It is simply a replacement of your battery and problem will be solved. Now these two friends, they bicker, they go back and forth, it's the battery. No, it's the gas, it's the battery, it's the gas. You see what's happening here? This is the same thing that's happening when it comes to nutrition. You ask a friend and you get advice from a different friend, it's gonna be completely different advice. They are both correct, but they are both wrong at the same time. They're correct in in their solution to their specific problem, but they're wrong in not acknowledging that everybody is different, and they have different problems for different, and different solutions for those problems. It's the same thing with nutrition. There is no one diet for us all. There is no one approach for us all. So how do I, or how does someone decipher all this information? Here how, here's how I've done it over the years. Thesis, antithesis, which is antithesis, and then synthesis. How does this all work? Over the years, I've experimented with veganism, paleo diet, counting calories, and now keto. I have put the pieces together. So I'll follow an approach, let's say vegan. I I was a strict vegan for a year and a half, several, several years ago, and I got some results, but then the results stopped and I got out of that. But I extracted what worked and I kept that with me and disregarded what didn't work. Then I went and I did paleo, and then I did keto, and I did the same thing extracted what I, what I found that worked for me, disregarded what didn't work for me. And then I had enough data to form my synthesis. That's the important message for you here. I want you to get enough data from all the videos I'm sharing, my podcast episodes, all the things you're studying, and then grab what you think works for you, experiment, and if it's working for you, you keep doing it, and you stop doing the things that are not working for you. When it comes to counting calories, I have seen, after working with thousands and thousands of, ca- uh, of clients, Counting calories fails 99.99% of the time. It's a huge distraction to what really matters, and I'm gonna break all that down for you on this episode of the Keto Camp podcast. I wanna start with this. Dr. Jason Fung is brilliant at really dissecting this calories in versus calories out myth, and he explains proximate cause versus ultimate cause. What's the difference here? Well, when we're looking at calories in versus calories out, Let's compare that to an airplane that's flying over the Atlantic Ocean and it ends up crashing into the ocean. If we're looking at the proximate cause of that airplane crash, we're gonna say, oh, it was too little lift and too much gravity which ended up crashing that plane, which is not necessarily wrong. It it was too much lift uh, or too little lift and too much gravity that made that plane crash. But if we're looking at that proximate cause, we're failing to acknowledge that, well, maybe it could have been pilot error. Maybe it could have been a malfunctioning engine. So if we're looking at the actual ultimate cause of that, we'll know a solution for it because if we're just looking at the proximate cause, we're gonna say, oh, just build lighter planes and bigger engines and that'll solve the problem. But what if the problem was pilot's error? Will, Will that solve the problem? No, we wanna figure out what the ultimate cause is. Same thing with calories in versus calories out. When we're just looking at the proximate cause, we're gonna say, just eat less and move more, you'll get your results. But what if the ultimate cause was a dysfunctioning thyroid or a cellular membrane inflammation or mold exposure or cavitations in the mouth? What if it's the hormones and the metabolism? Well, then the proximate cause doesn't matter. It's the ultimate cause that is the most important factor at the end of the day. So I hope this is starting to make sense for you and I have a lot more data and comparisons and analogy for you that I'm gonna give on this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast because if you're just telling people, we have these personal trainers, we have these nutritionists, we have these dietitians and doctors and so many people in the nutrition space that are teaching this. Calories in versus calories out. That's so ridiculous in my eyes because that's like showing up to a conference where Bill Gates is lecturing on how to become wealthy, how to make a whole bunch of money and become financially free. And somebody in the audience is asking Bill Gates a question. Hey, Bill, I have a question for you. And Bill picks on this gentleman and says, yeah, sure, what's your question? And, and the gentleman says, Bill Gates, could you please let, let us know, how are you so rich? And Bill Gates thinks for a second and he says, oh, I'm rich because I, I spend less than I earn. And then he just continues on with his lecture. That's ridiculous because he would be laughed out of that auditorium. It's the same thing with teaching calories in versus calories out. It's not enough data. It's ridiculous. Once you understand the human body, the bottom line is this, there's nobody who's taken seriously in the health space who teaches calories in versus calories out. It's a big distraction. When you look at the human body, there is no mechanism, there is no receptor sites in the human body that counts calories, so why are we counting calories? We know this, the human body is not a bank account, the human body is not a calculator, the human body is not a math equation, okay? The human body is a complex chemistry lab and we need to start treating it as such. So this bears to ask the question of, Why are so many nutritionists and dietitians who are credible people who are trying to do the right thing still teaching this calories in, calories out approach? So a standard, conventional nutritionist and dietitian, they're going to work with their client this way. Let's say Sandra. I'm gonna just give a comparison of a woman named Sandra. And if your name is Sandra, I'm not talking about you. Sandra wants to lose about 30 pounds of extra weight she's been carrying around, and she's frustrated with that. So she hires a dietitian to teach her to lose that weight. She shows up to the consultation, and the dietitian says, okay, we got this. Let's just calculate your basal metabolic rate. Your basal metabolic rate, by the way, is your, your metabolism. The amount of calories you're burning just to sustain life. The amount of calories you burn just laying on the couch all day. This is what your meca- metabolism burns each day. And for mathematical uh, simplicity, simplicity here, let's say they calculate Sandra's calories to be 2,000 calories per day is her basal metabolic rate. Next, they're going to calculate her total daily energy expenditure, AKA her TDEE. You might've had a personal trainer do this with you. I used to do it for so many years. So that's the amount of calories Sandra is burning with her activity levels with her basal metabolic rate. Let's say she's not very active and she has a nine to five job and they say, Oh, your activity levels are low. You burn about 3000 calories a day with your total daily energy expenditure. Next thing they're going to do is say, Now let's fill out a food log and see how many calories you're eating in a day. And they determine that she's eating about 4,000 calories a day, which explains why she's been gaining weight because her calories burned is 3,000 and her calories eating, uh, uh, her, the calories she's eating each day is 4,000. So they're going to say, We got this, Sandra. Here's the math we're going to do. We're going to drop your calories every single day by 500. And every time you have a 3,500 calorie deficit, Boom, that's one pound of weight loss and we'll continue doing this until we get to your desired weight. And it makes sense. 3,500 calories, one pound of weight loss, you keep going, you'll start to lose weight. And and Sandra follows this to the T. She's tracking every single calorie, a piece of gum in her mouth, a Skittle she had from her friend, but as long as it fits her macros and her calories, it's all good. As long as she doesn't go over that upper limit, it's all good, right? So she's having small portion control meals throughout the day, and she's starting to lose the weight. And she's thinking, oh, that Ben he's an idiot. Keto camp, what are they talking about? Calories do matter, I'm losing weight. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. What happens when she's three months in? Now Sandra is, has stopped losing weight. And she's starting to gain weight. But not only that, she's hungry all the time, she's cold all the time, and she's irritable. She feels miserable, so she goes back to this Dietitian and she says, Hey, I hit a plateau and I don't feel so good. What what should we do here? So the dietitian says, Let's cut your calories even more, and let's have you exercise an extra couple hours each week. And then she gets a bump in her cal- and her weight loss again. But then a month later, she stalls and she gains the weight. Do you see where I'm going with this? When we focus on calories, you're only going to get short-term results, and you will never get long-term results. It results in a roller coaster yo-yo dieting that I've experienced myself and I've seen so many clients experience and you might be going through this right now or you might have done it in the past why are nutritionists and dietitians promoting this here's a alarming fact for you and it's going to be a controversial statement but 40% of the funding for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics comes from big food companies one of them being Coca-Cola what's the link with Coca-Cola Well, who came up with this energy expenditure hypothesis, which is really just more of a deception? Who came up with it? Coca-Cola did. They were losing sales back in the 1990s, and they said, hey, let's come up with this energy expenditure hypothesis and say, hey, you could still have your 140 ounce can of Coke as long as you burn it off with exercise. They came up with this nonsense. They're teaching it to nutritionists and dietitians, to nutritionists and dietitians, and we are not getting results because of it. There's a lot of corruption behind the scenes. I don't want you to believe everything I'm saying here. I want you to have the data to understand what's going on and then do some research. Hey, I wanna interrupt this episode real quick to let you know that I am here drinking my delicious Purity Coffee. It is the world's healthiest keto coffee beans. They are, have the highest antioxidants. They are mold free. They tested these keto coffee beans from Purity Coffee against the top 40 brands out there. And keto purity coffee, one hands down, not just with quality, but also taste. And I partnered with Purity Coffee to get an affiliate link for keto campers. If you head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com, put keto camp at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your coffee beans. I get mine delivered to me every single month on auto ship, so I don't have to think about it. In fact, I have it right here in front of me, a delicious warm cup of this delicious coffee with MCT oil and some grass-fed ghee. Oh my gosh, that is a powerful fatty coffee to power you through the day so you don't have to rely on unhealthy keto meals. Head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com and put ketocamp at checkout and get your bag of beans delivered to your door. All right, let's get back to this episode. Next example I'm gonna share with you is The Biggest Loser. How many of you have seen that show uh, several years ago, it's a pop. It was a popular TV show in the uh, in America. What they did, they had all these morbidly obese contestants, and they put them through a rigorous schedule of exercising more, eating less. And there was actually a study done on 14 contestants of the show, The Biggest Loser, who, after 30 weeks of filming, dropped an average of weight of 127 pounds each. That's incredible. And on top of it all, their body fat dropped on average from 49% to 28%, which is also incredible. But guess what? But they did a study on these Biggest Loser contestants and they ran this study six years following the show. And it turns out that 13 out of the 14 had regained their weight. That's a 93% failure rate. Why do you think there's never a reunion show for the Biggest Loser? They all gain the weight back and they even have to sign clauses that say, we will not talk about this in public because counting calories never works long term, only short term. Here's another example for you. I've started working with clients before and I've had them eat more and they've lost weight because we just changed the quality of the food they were eating. So they ate more calories technically they were eating more calories, but they changed the quality of those calories and they lost weight because they dropped inflammation. And when you drop inflammation specifically around your cells, then your fat burning hormones can get into the cells and do its job. I've also had clients just get an extra hour of sleep each night without changing anything with their diet and they lost weight because that sleep is where your fat burning hormones also gets into the cells and helps you burn fat, specifically during Delta stage four sleep. The bottom line is this, Food is not just about calories, food is information. When we eat food, every bite signals a metabolic response. We can choose to eat high quality foods that elicit a healthy metabolic response, or we can choose to eat poor quality foods that elicit a negative metabolic response. The choice is yours. We look at 500 calories of a kale salmon salad versus 500 calories of gummy bears what's gonna happen between those two? Well, they're not gonna have the same results. They're not gonna have the same metabolic response. When you're eating those calories from kale salmon salad, you're gonna have better energy levels and you're going to lose weight. When you're eating those calories from gummy bears, you're gonna have wonky hormones and up and down energy levels and you're probably going to gain weight. It's time that we stop focusing on the quantity of calories and we start focusing on the quality of those calories. I think calories matter, yes I do, I'm not arguing that, but I don't think calories are important. What's more important is the hormones, the metabolism, and what's going on in this beautiful body that we have, which is a miracle creation that we are living in, this meat suit that some people call. One of my favorite quotes comes from Albert Einstein. He said, intellectuals solve problems, geniuses prevent them. Intellectuals are conventional, approaches to weight loss. They are just putting band-aids. It's like that whack-a-mole game at the arcade. You're not gonna get the results you want. Geniuses like you and I, we prevent the problems. We're focusing on quality, not quantity. Eric Hoffer said a brilliant quote, and I'm gonna close with this. In times of change, learners inherit the earth while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with the world that no longer exists. So what I teach is to get fat adapted and to only track your macros. And when I say macros, your carbohydrates, that's it. Once you're getting started, just let's figure out how many carbs you're eating. Drop it below 50. That should help you get into ketosis. And then we forget about it. I want to teach my clients and I teach the members of the Keto Camp Academy to develop a relationship with their body to understand when you're full, stop eating. Because the body has these hormones and mechanisms in place to let us know we're full, stop eating. And when you're Eating portion control, cutting calories, you never develop this relationship. So the way I teach it in the Keto Camp Academy is eat plenty of fat and protein with your meals. And when you're getting started with keto, let's just track your carbohydrates. And then you'll kind of get a grasp for it so you don't have to be handcuffed to these apps that are tracking every single thing going into your mouth. That's the way I teach it for long-term results. It's not about eating less. It's about eating less often, going a period of time to give your body a break so you could reduce insulin and burn fat. That's what it's about. I really hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, please leave the show a rating and review on iTunes. If you haven't done so already, it really helps out the show. Share this episode with a friend, a fitness trainer, a dietitian, anybody who's promoting or doing this calories in versus calories out approach If you want help with your keto and fasting journey, I wanna help you. My Keto Camp Academy is designed to teach you how to get results that stick. In the Keto Camp Academy, as a member, you're going to get 100 plus videos designed to teach you all about keto, fasting, sleep, performance, fitness, self-development, everything you want to achieve this perfect health. We have a section called the 28-Day Keto Jumpstart. So if you're brand new into keto or you just got started, this is where you would start. If you have been doing keto for a while, then you would move on to my fast pillar to learn all about intermittent fasting and keto, how to do it the right way. I have a four pillar structure in there. You also get a monthly coaching call with me. You're part of a private Facebook group and you get over $600 worth of meal plans, keto meal plans, and all of my books downloaded for free. If you want to become a member today, head over to ketocampacademy.com, learn more about it get signed up and let's get you rocking and rolling with your keto results. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the Keto Camp Podcast, do it right now and you'll hear me on the next episode.